Ladies and gentlemen, this is David Maricatani with episode four of Matt Chat. Today I am joined by the associate head coach, assistant coach at Virginia Tech, Tony Roby. First of all, Tony, happy Thanksgiving. How are you and your family doing? Doing great, David. Good to talk to you. Um, things are good. We're getting ready to get on a plane tomorrow morning about to Las Vegas and, uh, you know, get a good competition in. So, uh, no complaints. Things are well. You guys have been doing a lot of traveling. I know you were out here in the Midwest last week for those duels with you and I and, and Mizzou. What did, uh, what did you guys learn from, from that, that last weekend? Well, I, I, the one thing I think we learned is that we've got to be more consistent if we want to be an elite team, uh, you know, nationally. Uh, I thought we wrestled pretty well against Northern Iowa, uh, across the board. And then we went into Missouri and a credit to Missouri and their staff and their guys. Uh, you know, they were, they were more ready to go than we were. And we just didn't wrestle, uh, with the kind of energy that we needed to, to, to come out of there with the, with the W. And they've got a great team and we knew it was going to be a challenge. We knew we didn't match up particularly well, but, um, at the end of the day, if you want to compete with the big boys, you got to be consistent. You got to bring your A game every time you step out there. And uh, I don't think we did that when we were in Columbia. Yeah, I I know the environment there it was intense with it being in uh, Jesse Hall, and I know when we spoke privately, you mentioned you were getting your guys ready for that that environment and it not being in a traditional stadium. Did it did it feel different to your team? Do you feel like maybe that was they had a a, a negative reaction to that environment? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think you know we were, we have a, a similar event. But we've already wrestled uh, one time this year, one of our home events at the Moss Art Center, which is which is a very similar setting. So um, I, I don't think it had anything to do with, with the venue that we competed in. Um, like I said, I mean, I give them credit. I think it had a lot more to do with uh, Russ on a really good team and us not being ready to go in some places. And, uh, you know, things started to, to snowball. And, um, you know, and we never really recovered the way we were capable of that. I, I do think we had some good performances. I thought Jared Hot showed a lot of people, um, you know, the level that he's at, wrestling uh, Cox the way he did and, and competing with him and, you know, really right in that match the, the entire time. So um, th- there were some good things that came out of that. But like I said, at the end of the day, we didn't get the job done. So, you know, we can't make excuses. It's, it's a long season, and that's our job as coaches is to figure out what we need to do to fix and change things and make sure we're ready when, when it really counts the most uh, at the end of the season. Yeah, most definitely. You know, one of the things I've known you for a long time back when, you know, we were recruiting at tournaments together. And, you know, one of the things that struck me is that Virginia Tech for years was they're they're not they were not the traditional power like the Oklahoma State, Iowa, et cetera, with just years and years in history of of success. And I know you guys have worked really hard to raise the level of the program to the point that you guys are in the conversation as an elite team and a national contender. What specifically did you guys do to make this happen where, you know, you're in that talk every year about, you know, getting on the podium and looking for national titles, both individually and as a team? Well, first off, I still think we have some work to do in that area. Um, I I don't think we're where we want to be or where we need to be yet. Um, But we certainly have come a long way um, from where we started. And myself and and Kevin Dresser are getting ready to go into our 11th season here at Virginia Tech. And um, I always tell people the first two years, which were, I think, 07 and 08, maybe, if I'm remembering correctly, or 06 and 07, mm-hmm. uh, 
we had zero points at the NCAA tournament, and then they la- they list all the the teams that have zero points alphabetically. So we were the last <laughs> team on the on the front the front of the uh, bracket sheet. So um, you know, it was a process. It really was. I mean, it took a long time for us to kind of get competitive. I mean, that was the first step is is getting competitive, and that was really about just kind of. Uh, changing a culture, you know, when, when, when things changed and Coach Flans went back to Iowa and took took some kids with him. Um, the cupboards were pretty bare here at Virginia Tech, and um, we had we had some things to do in terms of just changing the culture and getting our own guys in here and getting kids to buy into what it takes to be successful and getting them to live the lifestyle that it takes to be successful. And, um, you know, and, and getting those kids uh, some experience under the belt. So it's a process that takes some time. And, you know, we were able to, you know, build upon it every year and get a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. At the end of the day, I think when you work really, really hard at something and, you know, you're committed to it and passionate about it, uh, good things happen for you. And, and uh, I think that was just basically our approach. I mean, we just came in with the approach that we were going to kind of put our hard hats on, so to speak, and, and get to work and, you know, do what we had to do and do what was necessary to continue to grow the program and, and all the areas that are important. So, uh you know, it's certainly come a long way, but like I said, we, we, uh, we're not happy with where we're at and we're constantly trying to improve and get better and, um, you know, compete with the Penn States of the world on a, on a yearly basis. Yeah, for sure. And I know that, you know, you guys aren't, like you said, you know, it's, you're still improving and still evolving and yeah, I'm sure you're like every coach until you have na- 10 national champions that pin their way through it. You're not going to be completely satisfied, but it's, it's got to feel a lot better than, like you said, being the very last place team listed on, on the sheet on the front page. So. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. <laughs> Winning's always a lot more fun. I can, I can promise you that. So. For sure. Yeah. No, no question. I mean, it's, it's come a long way. And, um, you know, we're getting better and better and it's, it's, uh, it's definitely something that I'm proud to be a part of and, um, you know, I, the one thing I think that people don't realize and that I, I probably picked on up on pretty quick when I came down and looked at Virginia Tech is just, uh, you know, with the resources in place, once the school put the resources in the athletic department, put the resources in place for us to be successful, um, there really is a lot to sell here. I mean, it's, it's an unbelievable campus. It's in a beautiful part of the country. Um, the athletic department facilities are, are fantastic, top-notch. So, uh, geographically, we're in a pretty good location in terms of uh, being relatively close to a lot of wrestling hotbeds like New Jersey and Pennsylvania and Ohio aren't too far away. So, uh, you know, we've uh, there's a lot of positives, but at the end of the day, uh, like I said, it's all about it's all about work and effort and commitment to the process that has gotten us to where we are. Yeah, I. I, I know I know from just talking to you, you know, months at a time how you're, you're always grinding. So a lot of respect there for you and Coach Dresser and the rest of your staff, what you guys have done. Um, for those of us that, are, you know, love wrestling but aren't coaching it at the level you are, I think we we find that Big Ten versus non-Big Ten national duels format really interesting. I don't know, you know, if we necessarily think the best two teams are always going to match up, but – what are what are your feelings about that format? And if if you could pick a team you could duel this year, like say out of Iowa, Penn State, or Ohio State, what do you think would either be the most fun duel or you know the one the best matchups for you guys? Or what was which one would you guys want to wrestle the most and why? Well, I think we'd want to wrestle whatever the highest ranked team is out of the Big Ten. Um, you know, just because that means you're wrestling for, I guess, the, the unofficial 
dual championship. So whoever that team may be, typically, you know, one of the three teams that you mentioned, um, you know, and also we want to wrestle. We want to put our guys in environments that are hostile and competitive and hard to wrestle in, uh, in places that are going to prepare them for the NCAA tournament. So, um, you know, we've been fortunate. We've been able to wrestle in some pretty good environments um, over the course of the last couple of years. But uh, I think any of those teams that you mentioned, we'd be we'd be uh, thrilled to wrestle any of those teams. And, and again, if I had to pick one, I would just say whoever <laughs> whoever came out on top in in the Big Ten. But I, as far as the format is concerned, um, I'll say this much: I, I definitely like this format better than the old national duels and when it was a multi-day event you know not all the teams came and participated uh i like the idea of from a fan's perspective that it builds towards uh the matchups and they're trying to figure out what the matchups are going to be and then they have the selection process and the matchups are released and i think that creates a lot of dialogue it, it creates a lot of different things that we haven't been able to do well in our sport in the past and uh so I, I think from that standpoint, I like it. And I, I, from a coaching standpoint, I like the fact that it's just one match. I mean, that's, that, that particular time of year, you really don't want to throw your team into an event where you're going to wrestle, you know, four or five dual meets over the course of the weekend against some of the best teams in the country. Um, you know, we're trying to get prepared for the postseason at that point. And, uh, you know, you want to make sure your guys are ready and healthy. And, and I think a one dual meet format is, uh, is really good and it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, from on the outside looking in, you know, I'm a guy that loves all different sports and like, you know, like now they're talking about, you know, college football and which four teams are going to get in and all that. And it, the wrestling feels with the way it is right now that way. And it, it's cool because people are arguing and debating. And the more people they're talking about wrestling, obviously the better it is for our sport and the better it is to get that casual fan in that maybe doesn't know as much to, you know, join the conversation. So for sure. Sure. So when I look at, I look at different programs and, you know, they're known for different things. And I guess my perception of Virginia tech is that a lot of your kids are really physical and they look like they spent a lot of time in the weight room and heavy hands and moving. And, and I know that was definitely part of your style and part of coach Dresser's style. How important is, you know, strength training, powerlifting, all those kind of things in your team's success? And and how does that fit into your philosophy as a whole as a program? I think it's definitely part of what we do. Um, you know, as compared to other programs, it's hard for me to say. I don't know exactly what they're doing. Um, I, I do think that we do a pretty good job of uh, individualizing things in terms of, our guys and, and how they approach their training, especially in the weight room, depending on, uh, you know, what weight class they're at and how difficult it is for them to make weight and kind of, uh, we try to individualize a plan for each guy. Um, we definitely send our bigger guys, spend a lot more time in the weight room and, uh, we've got a great strength coach named Terry Mitchell. He's been with us for 11 years here and, um, you know, really does a good job designing and, and, uh, and, you know, just changing the programs up and just making sure our guys don't get stale. But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely part of what we do. We try to promote an aggressive physical style of wrestling. I mean, that's what we want our guys to wrestle with. I just feel like that's what wins at the NCAA tournament. We always uh, tell our guys, you know, you, you don't want to go out there and try to back into wins and try and keep it close and try and, uh, you know, win by a point. We want our guys to go out, be aggressive, be well-conditioned, be physical, be strong, uh, you know, and be fundamentally sound 
um, so that they can put themselves in positions to win matches. And, and you're not always having nail-biter matches. You know, you don't want to go out to the NCAA tournament and try to win by one point every match because it's just it, – it, uh, that bites you in the ass a lot. So, you know, that's kind of what we promote as a staff. That's what our philosophy is. We try to recruit kids that we think can fit into that philosophy. And, uh, you know, that's that's what we try to do. We try to make it exciting for our fans as well. Yeah, your guys, you know, look like they're the kind of guys that when the, when the whistleblowers are going forward every time. You know, they're stepping forward. They're putting hands on guys first. And, you know, I, I – you. Usually you see that coming from guys that feel comfortable and those strong, you know, being strong, being powerful. So one of the things sure. that I think is interesting is that at, at your program, you know, Coach St. John, Coach Zadik, and obviously Coach Dresser are all from that Iowa coaching tree, and you are not. And I always like to talk to guys that, you know, maybe don't have the an identical or super similar perspective on coaching the, from the people surrounding them. So – for you, coming from a different coaching and competition background, how does that blend in, you know, getting different ideas? How does how do you guys all blend together to bring the success level of the program up as a whole? I just I think I, I, there's more similarities and there are differences in terms of the philosophies that we share. You know, I went to Edinburgh. Um, obviously, those guys are Edinburgh guys, or, or Iowa guys. So um, there, there are some some differences in, in the approach to the way that they did things. But I've been at a lot of different places as well. You know, coached at Michigan, coached at uh, West Virginia for a year, and have, you know had my background at Edinburgh. Uh, you know, Coach Zadik is he was fortunate enough to rest on a lot of world teams and internationally, and was exposed to a lot of different guys. So he's got some perspective uh, outside of just just kind of um, the Iowa. A system, but you know, there's a lot of good things about that system too. So I think we were able to kind of incorporate as much of the good as, as we can incorporate, uh, from everybody's philosophy and allow everybody a hand in the process and uh, allow everybody to be invested in the process. And, uh, you know, the results have seemed to work pretty good. So, but there's certainly some give and take at times. And I think as a coaching staff and when you work with people, that's just, that's part of the deal. I mean, it's part of making it work and you have to put your ego in check sometimes to do, uh, what's best for the program, what's best for the athletes. And at the end of the day, what's best for the team. Yeah. My, uh, my, my partner on the rankings is Andy Hamilton and he emailed me a couple questions he wanted me to ask you that I thought were good. So, Sure. He pointed out, he said, you know, that the ACC has grown from really a bottom-tier conference to a league that's, you know, had squads in contention for the national dual meet title, guys in the finals, <laughs> things like this. You know, how did how did you guys, you know, get from from that to this? Like you think is – I know you're not working in cooperation with those other coaches, but what do you think happened that, that made this, this conference take such a big jump? I think there's two, I think two things really stick out. I think number one, the athletic departments, uh, dedicated the resources necessary to be successful to a lot of the schools. I know at Virginia Tech they did. I know at NC State they have, um, just in terms of budgets, coaches' salaries. Um, you know, and, and even the playing field, uh, with some of those other schools in the Big Ten in terms of resources. Uh, you know, the schools are, are fantastic places to, to go to school. They're great academic institutions. Uh, they're obviously really good in a lot of other sports. So, uh, to, to be successful in wrestling, that, that was a necessity. And I think the other thing that a lot of people forget about is 
uh, when the qualifying system changed, the NCAA qualifying system changed. I'm not, I can't remember what year it was exactly. Uh, when I first got to Virginia Tech, we were afforded 14 qualifiers to the NCAA tournament for the entire conference. And, and the way they determined that was all on historical data, and it was a really um, – out-of-date system uh, in terms of, you know, kind of figuring out how many qualifiers each conference deserved. And it made it tremendously difficult to recruit, uh, to get guys to the nationals. And it just was – it was a system that was set up for failure, to be quite honest with you. And when mm-hmm. that changed, uh, a lot of things changed with the conference, too, just in terms of it, it allowed us to recruit a lot better. It allowed us to get our guys to the nationals, which allowed us to have more success at the nationals, which allowed us to get better kids in. Uh, increased our recruiting profile. It increased our results at the NCAA tournament. So it was, it was a little bit of a snowball effect from that sense. So, uh, in my opinion, those two things have made huge differences and they've hired some good people that have done great jobs. And, uh, you know, if you look at the, the number of great coaches, um, you know, both head coaches and assistant coaches that are in this conference right now, it's, uh, it's come a long way. There's no, there's no doubt about it. So, uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, you know, from where I, from where our conference was uh, when I came in here 10 years ago and where it is now, it's, it's night and day. Yeah, it's it, the, the respect level, I think, from the outside is tremendously different, you know, too, like like you said, you know. So, I mean, and, you know, with, you know, like you guys and, and Coleman and Pop and those guys and, and, and Steve, you guys are definitely got that conference on the rise. So, um I know it's a long season. Like I know every time I talk to you, you go, Hey, it's a long season, good or bad, you know, keep perspective. What besides obviously the goals of, of winning a national title this year, what's, what's maybe the long-term goals for the program in terms of consistency and, and, you know, like if 10 years from now we're talking and you accomplished your goals besides say 10 national titles, what, what would be what wouldn't be something that would make you feel like you guys had accomplished your goals? I think, you know, when you take a, you take a step back and you, you look at the program, um, you know, kind of from a distance, you want to, you want to achieve a lot of different things. And, and the first and foremost is you want to develop kids both academically, socially, and athletically. And you want to bring great kids into your program. You want to have a reputation within your campus that, you know, you're looked at in a, in a great light and you're respected. Uh, within the athletic department, outside the athletic department. Uh, you want to make wrestling a sport on campus and a sport within the community uh, that people want to come out and watch, and, and you want to generate interest in the program, and you want to put fans in the in the seats uh, at your matches, and you want to create a following. So I think there's a lot of things. Uh, when you talk about success of a program, Obviously, where you finish at the NCAA tournament is probably the most important thing, but it definitely goes far beyond that. Um, you know, I think as you get older, uh, you know, which I'm getting older, I, <laughs> you kind of take a different look and a different view of things. And uh, I do think we're doing a pretty good job in all those areas. Uh, Coach Dresser does a great job of marketing and promoting our program. He does an unbelievable job of fundraising and just really making it a, a program uh, within our athletic department where, uh, you know, it's it's highly respected. And I think that across the board, we need to do that with, with more wrestling programs. So when they look at uh, things internally, wrestling's pretty high on the list of uh, sports that they're proud of. So, you know, I just – it's a tough question to answer. I, I just sure. feel like that we want to do a good job in everything we do. We want to be first class. 
We want to, uh, first and foremost, help our athletes uh, and the people that are in our program develop and set them up for success uh, when they leave Virginia Tech in four or five years or however long that is. So, Yeah. Well, it sounds like you guys have a really good holistic approach to things. And and you you touched on it, you know, that wrestling is one of these sports where it comes down to, you know, people don't pay as much attention in the regular season. You know, it's like in high school, well, did you win state or not? Did you win Fargo or not? In right. college, did you win nationals or not? So you guys are in that conversation. You're one of a handful, of maybe five, six teams that realistically, if you wrestle really well and some things break your way, could win it. And so whether or not that was this year, next year, some point down the line, what would you know, you look at all the years you sunk into Virginia Tech and all the, the camaraderie and teamwork with you and Coach Dresser and the other guys there. What would what would bringing a national title to Virginia Tech and the people of Blacksburg mean to you personally and the coaching staff as a whole? It'd be a pretty cool deal. Um, there's no question about it. Uh, I think as a coach and as a competitor, uh, you always want to win and you want to be the best and um, that's why you work as hard as you do. So um, it, it would mean a heck of a lot to me personally. I I, I try and do the best I can regardless and, uh, you know, the results, I, I don't focus on the results as much and that's kind of what we tell our athletes. you got to focus on the process and then you got to step out there and compete and you can't worry about winning and losing. You just got to worry about throwing a great product out there and making sure you're as prepared as you can possibly be and competing, you know, as hard as you possibly can compete and, and hopefully the results will take care of themselves. But winning a national title is the, the ultimate goal for every program and uh it would mean a heck of a lot. There's no there's no question. I think it would say a lot about uh the the work that we've done. I, I agree. And, you know, you, you root for the good guys. So, you know, I, I, there's a lot of people I'm lucky enough to be friends with. I hope you guys stay healthy this year and, you know, you can bring out the best performances. I know you're getting ready to go to Vegas. I know that's a big, big tournament for you guys. Uh, I, I appreciate your friendship to me and my family over the years. And I, I truly appreciate you taking so much, some time out of your schedule this week to talk to, to me and, and to the people that listen to our, our podcast. Well, no problem, David. I appreciate you asking me to be on and uh, everything you do for wrestling, my man. It was great catching up with you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Tony Roby um, here on Matt Chat. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much. is part of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. For more wrestling podcasts, head over to matttalkonline.com.